Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what it do, what it do, Atlanta Falcon Nation present to you our Tuesday night heavy hitters. I'm going to introduce the people, the fam right over here. At the bottom of the screen, you got the Mad Scientist, Mad My Sports. Yes, sir. Then you got to the right of me. I'm going to call him the calm before the storm. This your boy, Mr. Jew Talk Sports. Always make sure you follow us on all platforms. I'm your boy, K-Styles, a.k.a. Six Man. You know, I'm doing the clutch when we need to. What's going on, fellas? How we doing today? Uh, you want your honest opinion? You want my honest opinion? Now nah, we'll 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 hold that. Nah, nah, nah let's get it out the way. Um, so, oh, and also, you see, you see, you see the cameo going over here. This is the first lady of AFN, Miss Maggie T. You disrespect her, we whooping your ass. Oh, I whoop your ass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> damn. Well, damn. God, All right. Damn. Damn. We trying to protect you, though. Don't go independent on us now, goddamn. We trying to protect your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this woman was born independent, okay? I don't give a fuck if she know. is. Independent. She was born. She was born a fucking independent, all right? Look, I can't been beating up shit. brothers. You see how big my brother is? I fought him before. So <laughs> Maggie got it. But no, seriously. Right. Go ahead, you guys. Yeah, so hey, I'm gonna man. go ahead and give I'm gonna go ahead and give a couple shout outs before we get to these three keys of victory. Like I said, we're gonna shout out. Oh yeah, there's a boy Terra Artist 404. Make sure you fuck with him. Atlanta Sports Nation. Well, Atlanta Sports Nation. And just fuck with him. Yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> aliens on Wednesdays. Make sure you go and check their show out. All right, we got Atlanta Nation, Muhammad Kana. What's happening, homie? And fly, fly for life. Ah, fuck you. Talking about 283. What up? <laughs> All right. What's going on? What, what's going on, fellas and ladies? We're wonderful. <sighs> Had a win. Happy. Thank God. Thank God. We got a win. Hell yeah. We got a win. I'm hella irritated today. But we got to win, and I suggest you motherfuckers behave in the chat, okay? No <laughs> bullshit, because I will file on your ass, okay? So oh, be calm. It's one of them days, all right? And he's not talking about Monica one of them days. It's about one of them goddamn Ted Bundy days. You might get your ass split, ate up, and everything thing else, okay? All that. That, that's one of them days for me. I'm really mad, Mike, today. So I suggest y'all to be real careful about what you say. All right, Feng Shui, brother. Feng Shui. Feng Shui? Okay. <laughs> feng Shui, brother. Remember, three, two, one, one, two, three. One, two, three. What the what heck? The heck is bothering me. me. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get. I get to right, this. Let's get to these three keys, man. Let's get to these three keys real fast and knock this out, man. Let me let me start with that. I, 
right, I'm just going to start with the first one. It's real quick, man. Um, the first one for me, man, is coaching. It's always coaching for me. I don't want to see ignorant game plans coming out. You know, you're playing against a young team. Um, you got to get out and, and immediately, first of all, you got to establish a, a solid game plan. I'm not talking about one of them dumb game plans that we used to seeing over and over again, coming out, throwing the ball 30 times a game because Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. You know what I'm saying? You got to establish balance. So obviously it is coaching first one, but it's balance kind of put that side by side. The second one for me is you getting, um, Darquez Denar, you're getting him back. So I want to see the secondary, not only um, these guys play in the exact same, you know, the exact same places that they I want to see these guys move around. So I want to see Darquez on the right side. I want to see him in the in, in the slot. I want to see Oliver, Isaiah Oliver in the slot as well as the right and left side. Like, I want to see these guys move around. I don't want to see the same crap that we've been used to seeing all year because – that's how team takes advantage of us. When they see us in the exact same formation, the exact same trends, we don't blitz and do things of that nature. Um, they tend to get smoked in the secondary. We're talking about the secondary. But the third one for me, man, I think this is the most important, man, is the defense uh, – not the defensive line, but the offensive line. These guys have been kicking behind, man. Let's just be real to get these guys um, in a rhythm. And I'm not talking about in the past – Back up, you know, we need those big 330-plus-pound offensive linemen to get up in somebody. Right. Get up in there, all right? Get up in them. Let those guys do what they do best, man. That punch somebody in the face, man. You know Caleb McGarry, man. I, like, he's one of them big country boys that you just don't. I, look, I stayed in Baltimore for a short period of time, man. And them, them big old country boys, look, I, 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 I would think twice about trying to go – Head to head, them guys, you know what I'm saying? So, gotta get them boys doing what they do best, and that's punching people in the mouth. So, that's my three keys, man. All right, Jew, what you got, man? All right, so what's up to everybody? I'm gonna be really quick, too, on my keys to victory. Um, first key to victory, as always, is as Mike talked about, stay aggressive on defense. In this game, I love the game plan against Carolina. Um, mixing up your coverages. I gave the game ball last week to uh, Jeff Albert. I love what I saw out of the defense. We've been talking about it for weeks now, about blitz packages. Drew Locke is a young quarterback for Denver. So give him multiple looks. Do a good job of disguising what you're doing early. Don't give away when you're blitzing. Don't give away when you're going to drop back into that cover three. I want to see some man coverage. As he talked about, Darquez and is back which means we can play more man coverage because Darquez Denard is one of those guys that can play inside and outside. He's a great tackler. He's not really a ball hawk. He's more of a, like a, um, a Brian Poole when it comes to coming up and making tackles in that zone. He's a physical corner. If you remember against uh, the Chicago Bears when him and Allen Robinson was fighting for the ball, he fought him to the mm -hmm. end and he ripped the ball away from him. He's not really one of those guys that's going to be like a, a A.J. Terrell and that's going to look back at the quarterback and step up and get a pick. He's more one of those physical type corners where he's going to get up on you, play press man coverage, and when it, when he's in zone, he's going to come up and strike you kind of like a safety. Like Darquez Zanard is really physical. So I'm glad to have him back in the fold. But in this game, like Mike talked about, I want to see us remain aggressive. Like when you're facing a young quarterback, 
you want to put him under immense pressure like we did with Teddy Bridgewater. We want these guys to fear us and be intimidated. So I want to see us mixing up those coverages like we did last game. And I want to see us trying to confuse Drew Locke because Drew Locke, like I said, he doesn't have a ton of NFL experience. So we should be able to confuse him and maybe cause a couple turnovers because he's not going to know what we're doing. Because a Thursday night, I think we did a pretty good job against Teddy Bridgewater. It was a couple times where he actually looked confused. So I want to see Drew Locke in this game uh, be baited into a pick, kind of how A.J. Terrell did uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, my second key to victory is jump out to a lead. In this game, if we can jump out to a lead, I know this, this scares Falcons fans when we say jump out to a lead because we're used to giving up big leads. But if you jump out in the lead in this game, you can make Denver one-dimensional. And Denver is one of those teams with a young quarterback that needs to stay balanced. So in this game, I want to see us jump out to a, a good, substantial lead and allow us to pin our ears back. I want to see three or four sacks in this game. I really think that Dante Fowler, um, I think those guys, uh, John Kaminsky, he's another guy that I didn't uh, get a chance to mention yet. He's coming back from uh, the COVID-19 list. Uh, Marlon Davison, he also come off the COVID-19 list. So this should be a game where our defensive line should get healthy and these guys should eat. In this game, these guys should really eat against this young, uh, young Denver offense. And then the third key to victory, as always, Mike talked about it a little bit, is smart coaching. I don't want to see us going forward on fourth down every single time. I don't want to see us uh, not taking advantage of field position. And this game is going to be a field position game. Um, we need to stay ahead of the chains in this game. So Dirk Cutter, I love the game he called on Thursday night. Stay ahead of the chains. Run that football. You see Mike down there doing the dirty bird. Run the football. Give that ball to Kyle Gurley. Check that interview out, y'all. Check that interview out. Check that interview out. <laughs> you, you know it. Yeah, he's trying to put in a plug. They did an interview with Jamal Anderson, so y'all definitely go check that out. But as I was Magic saying. Magic ran that interview. <laughs> that's my, bad, my bad, my bad. My bad, my bad, my bad, you. Now you good. Now you good. You right in the, look, you right in the right vein. As I said, run the football. Ty Gurley, a lot of people are not realizing. Ty Gurley's having a big season. Like, I went yeah. and looked at the numbers. He's fourth in rushing, and I think he's second, top or second in touchdowns this season. Touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. continue to feed the beast. Continue to feed Ty Gurley. And y'all know I got to talk about my boy, B. Uh, B Hill. Brian Hill did his thing, man, against Carolina. Y'all know B Hill and mm -hmm. uh, Bleedy Way Wilson. Those are my two guys that they don't blue collar guys. They're not those guys where they're gonna get the biggest check or nothing like that. But those are guys that's gonna bring their lunch pail every Sunday. Get that ball to B Hill. Let him do his thing out of the passing game, and let him be that change of pace back for Ty Gurley. If we do those things, we win this game. I really think that we're gonna beat Denver by at least ten points. We should beat Denver by at least ten points if we do. You know, if we handle our business and do what we're supposed to do. And I'm gonna let K Styles go ahead and take it. Well. Like I said, I'm, before I go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and give a couple more shout outs. Like I said, Rob, yes, I am a Georgia Tech fan. I'm one of four. <laughs> yeah, I know he's a beast. Like I said, hey. But my first key is out of that Carolina game, I saw aggression that I haven't seen defensively all season. The double A gap blitzes was really killing Carolina. Ooh, yes. Lord have mercy. It, mm -hmm. it, it, 
it you could tell that they was eating flaming hot Cheetos the, <laughs> way, the way they was running the football. <laughs> but like I said, it's that zone blitz that, like I said, that unpredictability that both of y'all are saying is going to be key. Because you got a quarterback in Drew Locke who's young, who's itching to prove himself. You know, he's going to throw into some stupid situations. Like I said, Quick, quick and quicken that that clock, real quicken it. Instead of three mm-hmm. seconds, get one second to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. Cortland Sutton ain't ain't in this game. They number one, they number one receiver is not there. Second thing, run the football. I'll give a damn if it's one yard, two yard, one yard, two yard. Eventually, that one yard can turn to fifteen. That one yard could turn to thirty. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you want to keep, you want to be unpredictable. It basically goes to point one: unpredictability, offensive, defensive. And y'all know why I'm about to go with number three. You got to do it for sixty. Minutes. Sixty. Yeah. Time. We need a big, we need a big sign that's just sixty on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. We need. That. I'm about to say we might, we might, we might need a t-shirt for that. Yeah, man, put that on a t-shirt. Exactly. Are we missing the harmonica? Exactly. <laughs> no, this ain't sixty minutes of you being with your girl. Nah, this is sixty minutes of football. But. Hey, you you follow those keys right there. I can't see us not winning this game. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let the first lady speak on what she would think about this matchup against Denver. Go ahead, Maggie. What you got? Um, Really? I'm just defense, defense, defense. Bottom line. I mean, I'm going to say it every week. Defense. That's just... Because it seems like everybody, um, everybody's healthy at this point. I mean, I think we're going to have everybody playing for the most part. Because uh, Ridley, he's just a mid sprained ankle, you know, and it's it's day-to-day type of deal. So he's really not a concern. It's some people coming off the COVID list. Um, I think we finna- we're going to be a healthy team pretty much for the most part for Denver. So. Um, I just want to see, you know, the secondary, let me see defense just doing their, you know, huh, huh, do what they need to do. <laughs> it's like it's the same shit every week. But I mean, I feel like um, it's a different change with Raheem. I know we lost the last game before, but <laughs> really, uh, Mike. That's you. But, That's you. What you talking about, That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I messed up? My sound off? No, you do. But seriously, it's like it's the same keys of victory every week, to be honest. It's like mm. it's really nothing else you can say. I mean, just win it. That's all I care about. <laughs> yes, I'm okay, people. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, because it's, it's, it's really no excuse. We're going to have a healthy squad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one thing about people don't just underestimate the Falcons. We have a good team. It's just coaching. So when you have a good team, games like that, you're supposed to win. 
bottom line. So, can I expand on that? Just I, I, I just I gotta expand on that just a little bit. Don't drown in the cup, all right, woman. Uh, yeah, but I gotta expand on that just a little bit. <laughs> um, hey, man, everybody sipping with something. Maybe I need something. Sipping on my. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no water like you, but I, I got a, a little juice. Okay, all right, that, that, I'll, I'll do do that. My <laughs> <laughs> water froze, dog. I wait for this job. <laughs> <laughs> <Y'all think. laughs> hey, but all seriousness, man. Um, Falcons have no issue as far as our talent is concerned. Mm-hmm. I think we're the most, like even on the defensive side of the ball, there's a like a huge misconception that the Falcons don't have talent. Um, that's just not true. You look at the defensive side of the ball, John Kaminsky, Marlon Davis, uh, Marlon Davidson, um, Tyler Davidson, Davidson, Knott, Grady Jarrett. Like I can keep going on, Fowler. Like these guys are very good. Um, but you just have, like, I, I like, the rookie linebacker, Michael Walker, he's playing his behind off. Foyer Olakun, Deion Jones, like Foyer arguably playing better than Deion right now. You know what I'm saying? The secondary is deep. Like we have a plethora of guys that we can that we can play, and they've been playing well. Um, you look at another guy that hasn't had any playing time, and that's Jordan. Um, hold up. Am I getting right? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Miller. His name? You're right. Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's he hasn't had we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him yet. So the Falcons don't have an issue. Jalen Hawkins, like these guys haven't had time to play. Even yeah. Keanu Neal yeah. right now is playing his freaking behind off. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's back to that that Pro Bowl form that we've used to. I mean, Ricardo Allen isn't, you know, the athletic guy, but he's still smart. He's still getting away with, you know, his intelligence. Um, like I said, his his uh his athleticism kind of leaving him behind um for the most part, but yeah, man, I, the Falcons don't lack any issues for a talent concern. It goes back to what we've always said: we can get these damn, we can get these damn coaching, you know, accountability for one. Yeah. The accountability for this team sucks. Like if, if they yeah. see, I like, I've seen that. I, I I originally wanted to post the the play where tact was taking off plays and things of that nature, but I was like, look, man. I'm going to head a different direction. I don't want to be, you know, too negative on the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't call him everything, but a child of God, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cool, I'm a cool it on tag. I'm a cool it on tag for a while. Um, but yeah, man, this team doesn't, this team doesn't lack talent, man. It, we just see too many instances where the coaching, like we don't see the coaching yelling at these guys. We don't see the coaches yanking guys at the terrible, terrible plays, even penalties. Yeah, I remember um like Mike Smith. I always give Mike Smith his credit as far as accountability with the team. He wasn't much of a, a player developer, but that's accountability for the team. You know, um, you know, he he held those goals, uh, guys accountable for their action. And this is what the Falcons defense like. They 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 know if they have a bad play, oh, it'll be all right. We'll just you know we'll we'll just play another down. 
No, nah, bro, you gotta have you gotta have that fear. I remember we did the interview with Chris Drive, and Chris Drive said that Jamal Anderson said the same thing. They had a healthy fear of Dan Reed. They knew if they came into that locker room and they were on some foolishness, they they wasn't they you know they put the helmet down and things like that. Like back in the day, you couldn't put your helmet down. You put your helmet down. Guess what? You running laps, bro. Like these are the things you fear in your coaches. You know what I'm saying? And the Falcons player, they just don't fear. They never fear Dan Dan Quinn. They never. You know what? I'm gonna cut you off right there, though. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't know why I got an echo, but um, we had Jamal Anderson. Everybody that seen, just recently seen the interview, and he also mm-hmm. confirmed it that you know it's the coaching. You gotta fear mm-hmm. your coach. You gotta straighten up and get right with. Mm-hmm. A coach that mean business and Dan Quinn wasn't that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. He really wasn't. Mm-mm. And that's the yeah. biggest, and that's the biggest, and that's the biggest issue, man. You can have all the talent in the world, but you're not holding these guys accountable. It's like, like me, man. I love talking shit. I love talking shit. I love going back and forth with people. Like I, I bust your ass and won't even care. I like I, I will like I call you in and everything, and I would not give a flying you know what. All right, I would not care, but I got a, a, a crew of people right here that's like Mike. Man, chill, bro. You don't have to go at everybody. You know what I'm saying? Chill out. I know you can handle it, but chill your ass out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what you're supposed to have. You got to have that accountability, man. It's like you got to hold your guys accountable, and you know what I'm saying. You can't always do what you want to do. Okay, Takaris <laughs> McKinley. Okay. I'm gonna call you the Taurus today, all right? <laughs> See, you said you was gonna be nice. You know what? I Man, call him the Taurus. I call him his real name. Right? <laughs> we call him his yeah, we, name. Yeah, yeah, we we ain't put the picture up yet, so we 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 leaving <laughs> it. I mean, it's no point in putting the picture up because that man ain't gonna never play again. <laughs> Man, hot take. Whoa! 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 Hot take. Woo. That's a bold prediction right there. Woo. Flip it and reverse it and rewind it. And remember, I said that. <laughs> um. I mean, he's going he's to play. All he's going to do is do one play and act like he got there, got seven sacks. And <laughs> oh, man. I'm just oh mad. God. I'm just mad. He talking all this shit on social media about how hey, they ain't trying to trade me. Nigga, nobody wanted your ass. That's what it was. Want you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody want you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We was trying to be nice and then now we just getting on his ass. Now. I mean, I, but I, yeah, like I, I apologize. Said, hey, you just, I mean, hey. hold on. I, I want to say this. I like to say, if nobody wanted you for a fourth round pick, that's, that's something wrong right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that ain't nothing to and brag about. Rounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a first rounder. You're a first rounder. Okay, you're a first rounder. Because so what they look at, because like like you said, what Jamal Anderson said on y'all interview. I mean, they look on the tape, they see a guy that's not really trying. They see a guy that's not really developing, or is spanning his game. Like I said, you have Chuck Smith out here. Who is training pass rushers? That's the first guy you want to go after, especially in a Falcons organization. You want to learn from the best. I mean, we gave Vic Beasley that kind of. Oh, speaking of. Speaking of that, 
Woo! His problem was he had Chuck Smith that wanted to train him, Von Miller that wanted to train him. Like I said, you got the NFL is a fraternity. These guys are training with each other. These guys want to train you. But if the bull rush is all that you got, and these teams know it, and you're not putting up no sack numbers, of course teams ain't going to really want you. It's not so much as the Falcons are not going to want to trade you. It's the fact that the Falcons can't get nothing that they want from you. Like we said, she said, nigga, don't nobody want your ass. That's real talk. <laughs> nobody want you. Just keep Shut it 100. Like, like, bro, Beedrus are not getting more looks than you are right now. At least he's on his feet. Man. All right. Uh, 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 uh. All right, all right, all right, you go, you take it back before we turn this into a Tat McKinley roast fest right now. No, we're, we're nah, not man. Roast we ain't trying now, to go there. Now y'all was on point. Y'all was right on point <laughs> with it. Hey, I'm I'm about to jump on the bandwagon. Hey, y'all know how I feel about that. Y'all know, y'all know I'm the voice of reason. I'm the voice of reason, and I was patient. But in my last video, I said it. Well, the last two videos, I said it like. I was done with Tech, man. After I seen he wasn't trying to come back from that nagging injury, that groin injury, and I know for a fact that Dante Fowler's been playing with an ankle injury the whole season, I'm like, look, man, this dude don't want to be on the team. And how I feel about it, you know, me and Mike were talking about it. Look, I feel like and he, he was talking about it in our chat. I feel like I don't want a player that doesn't want to be on our team. Like, if you don't want to be on the team, they might as well cut him. Or I would have took whatever we could get for him. Like, I understand they wanted a fourth-round pick. But at the end of the day, any pick would have been fine with me. Any pick. I mean, fourth round is too high. Yeah, the guy doesn't want to play for us. So at the end of the day, we better off cutting him because I feel like at this point, he's just a malcontent in the locker room. And we don't need that type of energy on this team. If you don't want to be on this team, you don't want to be here, don't come. Like, we we don't need that type of energy in the locker room. We talk about being a brotherhood, but everybody sees from his tape that he was putting out that he's basically giving up. He don't want to be a Atlanta Falcons. So – to me, he don't deserve to put on that black and red. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want no player that don't have no heart to know my jersey. I'm sorry. I'm like Coach Boone. You know how he say, you get blood on my uniform? You know he was talking about all of that? I need somebody. Mm-hmm. If you're a quitter, I don't want you on my team. Like, that's just how I feel about it. If you're not going to give me your all, if you don't have no heart, I don't need you out here on the football field because he's going to end up getting one of his teammates next to him hurt because he's not going full out. Like, Mike showed that We watched the video oh, of him. teammates going to punch his ass in the face. <laughs> exactly. Like we watched his teammate taking on the double team and he basically did this stop halfway through the stunt. So it's like, dude, you know, at in football, all 11 guys got to work together and do their part. But if you got one guy that's being that weak link, that's not pulling his weight, that can mess the whole play up if one player is not going full out. And that's what bothers me with Tap Kenley. So at this point, I don't never want to write anybody off. But I feel like what Maggie said, she dropped a bomb in the in, in the chat. But I, I believe what she said. Like, he might not even be dressing. It won't surprise me if they don't even allow him to dress anymore because he's not giving any – he's not playing no heart. Like, even when he's dressed, him. it's just like, exactly. what are you here for at this exactly. point? He on, the, like, he on the sideline like this. Exactly. <laughs> and he still ain't cut them dreads. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he ain't cutting them dreads. Uh, he he don't want to be bald. He on that bald head. He on that bald scaldy. But, yeah, man. <laughs> 
I about to say, you see why I'm wearing this headband because I don't want nobody to talk about how far back my hairline went back. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. But like I believe what Maggie said, like she dropped that was a bold prediction, but it won't surprise me if he over there with us with a sweatsuit on, with an earpiece mm -hmm. in, like not on the field because he don't want to be here. He's proving it. You seen him putting all the little on Twitter, dropping the the pleas. He had the little hands up and all that, like saying please trade me and all this kind of stuff. Look, man, we don't need that type of energy at this point. We're trying to go on a run and try to get back in the thick of things, maybe to even get back in the playoff hunt. And we can't do that with a with a weight. Basically, he's a weight on the defense at this point. He's not helping. So I'm done with Tack, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, before we get to it, like I said, I'm going to give a couple more shout-outs. You know, Sergeant AR-10, you know, that that's one of the homies right there. You know, we got to get Gianni – Phipps, you know, as another homie, Ezekiel King was good, homie. And Anthony Wright, you know, we, we see you and Yasuke, normal. Hey, go ahead, Mike. What you about to say? I, I, don't, I don't remember. I, 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 <laughs> I, get, I get, hey, look, I guess Tap McKinley yeah. might get traded and mess your mind up, huh? Let me ask this question. Why every time somebody is cut and getting ready to get cut, why in the hell are we gonna be, why are we asking will we bring Vic Beasley back? Because we delusional. That's we why delusional. we delusional. Like it's a reason why Tack is not here right now. I mean, uh Vic is not here right now. Look, y'all got me saying tax still. It's a reason why Vic <laughs> is still not here. It's a reason why Vic is not here. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with you guys though, and y'all might laugh at me for this, but I would rather have Vic on this team than, than Tack. I was one of those guys that was like, man, let's keep Vic and get rid of Tack and let's bring Vic back on a short deal because Woo! I thought it was some things that you could do with Vic Beasley. Like, I don't know if you guys picked up on in this last game against Carolina, they were kind of using uh, Dante Fowler like we were using Vic Beasley at the end of the year. Where they had him standing up in the middle of the line and he basically was just knifing through. They had him coming in on like blitzes and things of that nature. And we did that kind of towards the, the last eight games of the season. So I thought Last year, later on in the season, they kind of were using Vic Beasley the way he should have been used the whole time. More as an outside linebacker, dropping him in the coverage, dropping him in the flats, bringing him up the A-gap, as, as we always always have talked about, using him in stunts, because that's what Vic is known for. So at this point, I don't want Vic Beasley back because I don't think he has the desire to play football anymore. If you guys seen him playing in uh, Tennessee, he really wasn't even getting that many snaps. And when he was out there, he didn't look motivated. Like, I really think that Vic's going to be out of – and this is a bold prediction. I think Vic's going to be out of the league um, in a couple of seasons, maybe even after this season because he I just lost, Vic he's lost be, his desire. Uh, I think he wants to be uh, – He said he a minister or something a, like A that. minister or something. Yeah, I think he, he really want to do something else. Yeah, but so. he's lost his desire to play football. If you, watch, if you cut on the tape of Vic Beasley, he doesn't want to play football anymore. You can see that. And that's why I'm saying Tack better watch his back because he's showing that same – that same type of spirit that he's not, you know, he doesn't want to play football no more. Like to me, what's the difference yeah, his from playing for the Falcons? Right yeah, what's mm -hmm. the difference from playing for the Falcons and playing for whatever other team you're gonna go to? You're still a professional football player. So that just shows me right mm -hmm. there. If I can't perform for us, the team that, that we were trying to trade with, they're looking like, why should we bring you in when you're not even proving with your own team that you have any value? You know what I'm saying? It's all about your when you when they come on that tape. You're basically representing yourself, TAC LLC. They're not looking at 
what's on the front of that jersey. They're looking at what's on the back of that jersey. And he wasn't doing anything. It's the same thing with Vic Beasley. They gave him that prove it deal. I think it was a nine point five mil to come in, and they thought that um, that Mike Vrabel would be able to get the best out of him. And you know, Mike Vrabel was a great defensive player. He's a great defensive coach. So if he can't do nothing with Vic Beasley, what makes you think any other coach is going to be be able to motivate him? Because Mike Vrabel, I'm gonna tell you guys, he's a motivational type of coach. He's a younger coach. So if he can't motivate you, and Tennessee has a great defense, so. If if that team that he's on can't get, you know, motivate Big Beasley to do anything, I don't know why y'all think Atlanta would be any better. I mean, I really think he come back here, he's just going to steal money. Just like he just stole Pretty money much. from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you forget he had your Damian Clowney on the other side of him. Exactly. He ain't no that better gr- than Tack. I mean, he ain't no better than, yeah, he ain't no better than Tack. He's either stay hurt or he ain't doing nothing. I'm like, like hey, look, man, hey, think, all that hey, size hey. and all that – Shit, think about it. Hell, shit. Hey, he got he got something on the other side that's going to play? I mean, the uh, only thing well, about... Where ever played? Hey, 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 I was trying to make a joke, but you ruined it. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn, Mike. Damn, damn Mike. I don't want to make a joke about it. Where my run sit? Damn. 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 All right, we're going to rewind it more. We're going to rewind it. We're right. Let's rewind it. Well, before you rewind it, let's give a shout out to our super chat, Sergeant AR10. Y'all are, are real dirty birds. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching everybody every week. Y'all just be in here making me feel special. Thank yeah, you. I remember, I remember doing the Dirty Bird in PE class. They made us do it every goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's go get some of these. Hey, man. It's Q&A, people. Let's get these no, questions in the chat. Exactly. What y'all want to talk about? Predictions. What you mm. think? What questions? I'm not, I'm not big on predictions, honestly. Especially with this team this year, it's kind of hard. To I predict hate predictions. All right, I hate predictions. I freaking suck when it comes to predictions. All right, I'm always <laughs> wrong when it comes to betting and predictions. I freaking suck. So you're not gonna get no prediction out of me. That's why I do three keys to victory. Okay, so I can prevent looking like a dumbass. All right, I'm just y'all can look hey. stupid all y'all want to, but I refuse to. Hey. Hey, hey, my prediction didn't exactly mean score. I'm just prediction on what you're like be doing, goddamn. Shit. <laughs> 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 All right, we got we, we got one right here. He said, You think Calvin Ridley will be good this Sunday? No, I don't I mean, think Calvin's gonna be good this Sunday. <laughs> it's it, it depends on how he feels on Friday. I mean, like, they're not really, um, honestly. They're not ruling it out as I don't it's know. Denver. I, I don't it's I don't Denver. think we need to I don't, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, Mike. I wouldn't play Calvin Ridley this Sunday. Like you said, this is Denver. Like we have Russell Gage, we have Hayden Hurst, we have B Hill, we have Todd Gurley, we have Julio. I'm gonna say it again. We have Julio. I'm gonna say it again. We have Julio. Because <laughs> Julio is a monster, dog. Julio is like two wide receivers by himself. Like y'all see what two. he did against Carolina. One, he almost two. put up 150 yards like Julio is going to do what he want to do. 
it ain't nobody on Denver. It ain't nobody in the NFL that's going to stop Julio. As long as Julio and number two out there, we good to go. And then we got Ty Gurley and B. Hill in the backfield running that thing. And the offensive line finally is going playing downhill. Hey, look, I will risk uh, Calvin Ridley because oh my God. we have a bye week after this. We have a bye week after this. And then we have New Orleans. And the thicker our schedule is coming. So you're right. We can, I didn't think yeah. about that. If we let You're him right. rest, I mean, I would let him rest that ankle because what I don't want to see is Calvin really get hurt for the rest of the season. Because when he went down, I was like, oh, no, nah, man. He's been talking about wanting to eclipse that thousand-yard season. Here come an injury again. Because it seemed like every year with Calvin really, for whatever reason, knock on wood, when we get to, like, mid-season, like that seventh, eighth game, for whatever reason, he always Start ends up having around. an injury. Yeah. So I will rest him, like rest him, just like we rested Julio with that hamstring. Like it's no reason to rest Calvin Ridley back. It's no reason. Julio, Julio trying to um surpass Rice right about now. So they probably gonna be <laughs> he gonna try to be on the field as much as he can at this yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he's trying to right, put big day shots on the sideline with his ass. Let me say something. But before I cut y'all off, let me say we got yeah. Kakashi 300 with the 199 super. 199. Chat. 199. <laughs> and he the said, Falcons can still go to the playoffs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and wild as that sound, that is true. That is true. The, the NFC is very bad this year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an extra playoff spot, y'all. Remember, it's seven playoff teams. It's a it's an extra spot out there this year. And what I'm saying, it's a lot of injuries happening, man. Like the 49ers, there's a lot of teams that right now are in the playoff hunt that are battling injuries. Or as I say, they trying to tank on the sneak. So we can get back in the mix. But first, we need to get on the winning streak before we talk about playoffs because we ain't even won two games straight this year. So we need to first focus on Oscar before we talk about playoffs. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> a honey bun. Great time for two honey buns. Two honey buns and a jungle. <laughs> 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 hey, Y'all know he didn't say the ice honey bun. He said the regular honey bun. <laughs> Man, the regular one, <laughs> the honey bun. So, the dog. Yeah. Wow, really? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm a, uh, like like you said. You meant you meant you meant the ice honey bun, right? Because you we we trying to make Tat look at least somehow decent <laughs> in this moment right now. But if he just getting the regular one, it's like, oh, sorry, you just you just worth sixty cent and a dollar, so you a dollar sixty worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey man, I, I, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> uh, what were you talking about? Man? What were we talking about? I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Takashi 300 came with another 199 super chat. You know what? Uh oh. A 199. He might be the MVP tonight. Talking about, hey, I don't want Trevor. We don't want Trevor. Matt is all. Hey, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, excuse me, man. The day has been a, a, a day for me. All right. Um, I saw a tank for Trevor that I want to address, man. Like, 
you like I, I hate losers. I hate losers. I hate anyone with that mentality that they just want to lose on purpose. It's like I can't respect you as a person, a man, woman. It's like you got a loser mentality. It's like, like let's just lose on purpose so we can quote unquote win. Like you've already lost, in my opinion, if you got that attitude. Man. Like, and what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck makes him so special? He looked like a damn uh, professional wrestler. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a damn wrestler. He looked like he like a damn stoner wrestler. I mean, that, that yeah. he can be that. Uh, what's that dude that uh, um, with the flip flops on? Uh, I, I was about to say he looked like Matt Riddle for some reason. Matt Riddle, that's who I was saying. You know who he looked like? He looked like belong on the damn in the damn uh, on a beat somewhere wearing flip flops. Man, you sit down over that crap. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I've seen the tape on him, and I was one of the first ones. Okay, I was one of the first ones. Along with we talking about when your boy Patrick Mahomes came out. I said Patrick Mahomes needed to be I, – I thought he had first round. All right? And I don't see that exactly I, – I don't see that same talent when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. Like, when you look at Trevor Lawrence and all his passes, man, his passes look exactly the same. Deep balls on the side on, – on, on, the, on the side – on the boundaries. All his all his passes on boundaries. Like, in the NFL, you, you can't get away with that. They're going to lock the boundaries down. If you can throw in the middle of the field, that's what quarterbacks make their money is throwing the ball in the middle of the field. If you can't throw the ball in the middle of the field as a quarterback, you're done. I need to see him. I need to see Trevor Lawrence throw the ball. I don't need to see him running because everybody in the NFL can run. Everybody is quick. Everybody's intelligent in the NFL. I need to see more passes across the middle. I need to see variety of passes. That's the reason why I, I said before, you know, when – um, Jake Fromm was quote unquote winning. I didn't see the exact same thing. I didn't see a variety of passes. I didn't see passes across the middle. I didn't see passes, you know, just different types of passes, you know, all three levels. I need to see all three levels from a quarterback. All right. All three levels. And you never, I don't see that from Trevor Lawrence. All I see from Trevor Lawrence is throwing the ball. Go look at his highlights. There's plenty of highlights on the side. You see him throwing deep to a receiver wide open. Or he dumping the ball out to Travis Etienne and Etienne doing all the rest of the work. I need to see more. I'm not impressed. I can get that from any quarterback in the NFL. Like I said, your boy Tom Brady was was a seventh round draft pick, bro. Kirk and Kirk looked pretty dang good. If he got like even old ass Matt Matt Sharp, the dude came off the bench throwing over 450 yards. It's not that difficult, but I just need to see more. I need to see a variety. I need to see more than just running and throwing the ball deep. That's all I see from him. There's nothing special about him. And like I said, y'all make sure y'all check Atlanta Falcon Nation because I technically did a whole video on this, why we don't need the tank and why Matt Ryan need to stay. Because like you said, mm -hmm. Like that, these these guys may be the highly touted quarterbacks, but it depends on the GM and the head coach and whatever offensive coordinator come into. He could be great in college, NFL, 
if he ain't under the right system, and like I said, that's what quarterback quarterbacks have to be in the right system to succeed, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that because, like I said, Mr. Red, absolutely. I'm sorry, Mr. Red, man. Junior Pops, man. Exactly. Oh, your pops like, in there? Oh, yeah, pops, pops in here, man. We got, <laughs> we got pops right here. Pops. So pops. that's the OG right there. We got we gotta shout them out. It said, okay, Rhino TG said there were some rumors that we were interested in Lewis Ritter for GM. What y'all think about that? Who, who, who said that? Who? Y'all said that. <laughs> I don't give a who, who y'all get this from? If it ain't Adam Schefter, I don't believe it. I haven't heard that rumor. Data source. Data source that brought it. Data source. So I don't, everybody's I don't, black. Everybody, they want them. They, if you black, they want them in Atlanta. That's that's just, if you just look black, okay. That's 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 it. You can be high yellow. You can be like you can be African black, black ass African black. It don't matter if you black. You look black. They want you here. All right. So that that like nobody said that. Nobody said that here. And I've never heard that rumor. Y'all met up. What he? What he? Like what has he ever done? What has he ever done? Like, like seriously, you people come up with some of the why would you want Lewis Riddick? What has he ever done? He did it Monday night football. That's a question for you guys. That's a question for you guys. That's a question for you. I want to know. I don't know. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn who the GM is. Like I said. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers talk about y'all want Mel Copper Jr. as a GM, then we might well throw the whole franchise. Right? <laughs> 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 Mel I don't care who it is. No. Right <laughs> here. Mel Copper talking about he want to be a GM of a football team. You might want to throw that franchise away because he ain't about to be shit. <laughs> oh, nigga, another one ninety nine in the chat, y'all. One ninety nine. You know what, Kakashi? You know what? You are the MVP tonight. Yeah, MVP tonight. MVP. Exactly. You gonna you gonna get the glorious award tonight? Glorious. Stop asking about what what we need defense. Exactly. Like I said, the offense is not the problem. The defense is where That's what the I problem said. Because someone asked me what. Pick I will want first. Everybody defense. want quarterback, but I'm popular opinion. I want defense. <laughs> defense. Want. That's all we need to draft is defense. We don't need mm-hmm. overall offensive weapons. That's what I'm talking about. I was saying with Calvin Ridley, like we're so deep on our offense. We need weapons, more weapons on the defensive side, especially on the defensive line. We see that tax didn't perform, so we really need somebody to replace tax because we know tax not coming back next season. So we need to go get another edge rusher. Like we need another premier edge rusher so that Dante Fowler can still be, you know, do the dirty work on his side, but we can have somebody somebody that's a pass rush specialist that we can free up on the other side. So I don't know why we keep talking about quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Somebody just said, hold on, somebody said they want Mad Mike as GM. I disqualify myself from that because I've, I I got enough death threats. I got enough death, death threats. Okay, I don't need any more. I don't want it. Okay, <laughs> y'all can have that position. I, I disqualify myself from that. Oh, oh, uh, I want to add this too about the whole Lewis Ready thing. From what I read, is he was a pro scout for the Washington Redskins from 
Basically, he was with the Redskins oh. franchise from 2001 to 2007. Trash. And Trash. He was also he was also re- responsible for the Philadelphia Eagles dream team. If y'all remember, garbage. Michael Vick, Vince Young, Namdi Asamoa, and that team that didn't make the playoffs. So, hey, garbage. His his track record is not really great right now. Former exactly. Falcon player, we 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 fucks with him for that, but that executive look, it don't look good. <laughs> exactly. It don't look good. Like I said, things can change now, but from history wise, it don't look good. Because if he was working under Dan Schneider, that's all. That's an automatic no. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I want to put an equivalent equal to that, think of the New York Knicks right now and how they used to be. Yeah, you overpaying for talent nah, and paying for this game. Nah, I'm good. Hey y'all, I'm putting uh hold on. <laughs> I seen a comment I wanted to uh put up there. All right, go ahead. what you got? Right there. That's what I what I like in the draft. I said edge rusher, but safety, free safety. Mm-hmm. That's another. That's another position that we need to seriously take a look at. You Ooh, guys man, know that, that I like. I like uh, Ricardo Allen. He my guy. He got it. You know, he got it off the mud. He was a guy that was cut, and then Dan Quinn seen something in him and moved. You know, changed his position from corner to safety. But we all see that Ricardo Allen's getting older. He's a wise player. He's a veteran player. A blue player. But we need to bring in a guy that can make plays, that can run sideline to sideline, that's athletic, because we all know that KZ went down with that uh, catastrophic injury, and he was on a contract year. So chances are he's not coming back unless he comes back on a lesser deal, meaning that Ricardo Allen's probably on his way out, and KZ may be on his way out as well. So we do have Jalen Hawkins, as Mike was talking about. We still have Keanu Neal. What I would do, I would keep Keanu Neal at that strong safety position because it looks like he's getting things together. He's getting healthy. But I would seriously look for a playmaking safety, maybe a bigger player than a Ricardo Allen, but somebody that can be a force running sideline to sideline, being a ball hawk, more like an Earl Thomas type when he was younger, somebody that's a ball hawk who can cover. Because, you know, we like to play a lot of single high safety. And with that position, you need somebody that's instinctual but also cerebral, really smart. And Ricardo Allen, he's cerebral but he doesn't have the athletic tools. If you guys seen on that Thursday night game where he was a step too Ooh, slow yes. Oh, yes. and his Ooh, fingers, his fingers touched the ball, his fingers touched the football. They showed it up close. He just missed the ball. But if you have a corn, I mean, a safety that's instinctual, that's a pick. That's an easy pick. Go ahead. No, I wanted to say something on that, 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 that right there. It was like, AK style. It, it, it was, it was a two man route and, he only had two options to go, and he picked the wrong option. He was too late on it already. Yeah, he exactly. he he doesn't have a foot speed no more. Like you said, like Mike said earlier, he's a smart player. He's a guy that can bring the young guys along. But as far as a starting free safety, no, no, he he's out there. He's he look old. Yeah, he that injury got the best of him. <laughs> yeah. <he look> <laughs> That injury got the best of him. He's starting the talent in the rope. The, t- the talent's starting to rope. So 
we definitely need to look for a safety and we need to stop trying to move corner safety. Go out and draft a real safety. Oh so I'm tired yeah. of us moving guys around. Go out and get a real like when we got Keanu Neal, the reason he was good at his position, because he was a strong safety in college. Like we didn't move him around and change his position. He didn't that's have to his, learn how to play yeah, safety. That's his that was his position. thing. Yeah, that was his natural position. So go out and draft the natural safety, a free, a real free safety. That's our I problem. Want these guys we move. Everybody not playing in their natural positions too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was the coaching experiment. Mm-hmm. I about to say, Mike, this was a question that we was actually talking about earlier, talking about Nathan Hatchet for head coach. No. These guys do not. No. These guys do not need the same voice they've been hearing. This is a Rich McKay, I know this guy type of hire right here. Because you you do not want to go down the same, like I said, and I always say this, is you don't want to go down the same route as the Cowboys as far as hiring guys because you know certain guys. Like I said, we don't know what he got going on. Let's like say he in Green Bay. Shit, Matt Lafleur is calling plays there, and that's the same thing we said about Eric Benenemy. Andy Reid calling plays out in Kansas City. I think that's what we went wrong with uh, Dan Quinn because everybody wanted him to bring that, but really he had help where he was before he got to the Falcons. So I guess they was expecting mm-hmm. that, but Dan yeah. Quinn picked them goddamn plays. He picked them plays. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, all right. And this, just I'm gonna try to keep it as politically correct as I can, and I'll probably feel it um, after, after, after I say this. But I'm tired of seeing all these fat. Middle aged head coaches <laughs> getting these, getting all the jobs. Like all of them are fat. They bald head or they losing their hair. <laughs> and and they, they get they all stress. the freaking jobs. They stress. That's Chris. That's Chris. I'm tired of it. You know, you see, you see the same thing with Fat Boy and um in in Dallas. Um, Bill O'Brien just got fired. Um, Nathaniel, you trying to get me Nathaniel? Um, just I, I'm tired of all these. Fat, I'm just I'm tired of them. Like like seriously, I, all of them look exactly the same, and they act exactly the same. So look, man, I need somebody with some hair. I need somebody that looks good. This is like something. All of them look all exactly the same. Just, just, I'm just gonna be real. I, I'm trying to keep it as PG as I possibly can, but you kind of get where I'm going when I'm saying this. You know what I'm saying? So. If it is, if you feel some type of way, it is what it is, man. But y'all know it. You know all of them look exactly the same. All of them look exactly the same. I'm not advocating for a black or white. Look, I just want some, I want variety, okay? I don't want to eat, eat Popeye chicken all the time. Sometimes I want some uh, some greasy-ass churchy chicken, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, want, I want variety, man. Don't you do that to the Falcons. Don't you ever do that to the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This boy, this man talk about he want Aquaman as a goddamn coach. Goddamn. Right, exactly. 
Well, you try you try to get the female audience up with that right, right exactly. there. Talk about Fabio and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I didn't need variety, man. I'm trying to look at the same old looking like it's, it's all of them look exactly the same, man. Like you can't tell I'm lying, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, they they everybody, people. everybody in the chat right now. You got 99 people who tuned in right now. <laughs> tell me I'm lying. Y'all know I'm y'all know I'm right when I say this. Y'all know right. it. You're going to like this from Pops, uh, Mike. There you go, Mike. My Pops with you. That, that's Pops right there. He said defensive-minded head coach, period. Well, I mean, but we had, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like it just yeah, depends on who the coach is. We, we, yes, we, we need that, but – that don't matter. That don't matter. You got to have a GM that's defensive minded. It don't matter if you have a defense or offense. If your general manager is offensive minded, it don't matter. Period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. And that's the problem. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen. I don't know if you guys, hold on one second, you. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen an interview with uh, Thomas Dimitrov, but Thomas Dimitrov stated that like he wanted to create an offensive joke. Like, he wasn't focused on. He wasn't focused on the defense. He wanted to just worry about like creating an offensive team. That's all he and and look at his resume. Just look at it. He neglected the defense pretty much his entire career, and he had a, a terrible record at drafting defensive players. So it's like he doesn't it doesn't he doesn't care about the defense. So I, that's why I say we have to find a GM that's defensive minded or at least balanced. Yeah, man. I agree with you. Uh, Mike. All I was going to add to my comment is when you were talking about the coaches and what they look like and stuff like that, basically um, that Nathaniel Hatchet or whatever the dude name is, the offensive coach for the Green Bay, I guess he's an offensive coordinator or whatever. Personally, I want a coach that has leadership skills. You guys heard Arthur Blank and uh, Rich McKay talking about it in their interview. It's like sometimes the problems I have when you bring in a coach that's just like an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator, it's like can they gain the respect of the team? Because at the end of the day, when you're the head coach, it's like you're basically running the full team. You just are not over there with the offense. you got to be able to have the respect of the defensive players. you got to have the respect of the offensive players, special teams. And when your guys were talking about Dan Reeves, how guys, when they came in the locker room, they was afraid or they were like, at that discipline because they know he didn't play no game. It's like sometimes mm -hmm. I think we look at these guys, these offensive, these great offensive minds, but I don't care nothing about great offensive mind, great defensive mind. I want to know, can you gain the respect of the whole team and our guys going to be willing to follow you? That's one thing mm -hmm. I like about Dan Quinn. He was like a leader of men. You come in and lead because to me, that was the biggest problem with Dirk Cutter when he went to Tampa. It's like nobody's going to mm -hmm. follow him. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got because when you're running the, the whole team as a head coach, you're not just running the offense, but you got to gain the respect of the whole team, the defense, too. So it's like that defense over there in Tampa or that team in Tampa didn't respect Dirk Cutter because he's not really that rah rah leader of men type. And that's one thing that I do actually like about Raheem Morris that I think is kind of underrated with him. And I've seen the change since Dan Quinn left. Raheem Morris is one of those guys that's going to hold you accountable. I don't know if X and X. Nose wise, he's smarter than Dan Quinn. But to me, he is one of those guys that got he has everybody's respect on the team. That's what I kinda, feel. Yeah, mm -hmm. they kind of know like I better get in line or get mm -hmm. cut. It's like he ain't playing no games with it. It's just guys. A, a different atmosphere. I can I like feel that. 
Now, yeah. I don't think he's mm-hmm. next to coach for next season, but he it's just a different feel right about now. Yeah, it's that professional feel. Like, you know, I better come correct or, like I said, find the bench. One of the two. Come correct or be on the bench. So you're going to be on the bench, <laughs> Tech. <laughs> Man, Damn. You ain't letting that Man, go. Man. You are not letting that go. I'm just saying because he talked too much for me. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. He just run his mouth a little too much for me to be Man, doing so nothing. You, so, so, so would you say he's a cupcake? He's definitely a cupcake. <laughs> You knew it was coming. Oh, man. Come on. Like, you got to back it up. I had had to do it. I had to do it. Man. (laughs) She kept talking too much trash. I had to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Who worried about my cup? Look, I'm sorry. Somebody needs to take the barcode off of the bottom of my cup. This is a new cup, actually. It's actually she might, want, she might want to take it back. Somebody <laughs> gonna pay for a used cup. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh, I want that cup. Exactly. So, but yeah, like I said, Raheem, yeah, Raheem Morris, he has changed that defensive right. Like I said, you could tell that the players they know if they mess up, but your ass is on the bench. And you can tell. That Carolina game said a lot to me. Yeah, that Carolina game said a lot to me. Because instead, like I said, instead of Teddy Bridgewater sitting back there calling prostitutes all night, that motherfucker was running for his life like the police was after him. (laughs) That's what I said. Them them double-A, them double (laughs) <laughs> them double A gap blitzes and them zone blitzes, like I said, that was something I ain't seen all season. He is yeah. soft. Yeah, and they need to do more of that. All right, man. Hey, I'm about okay. say, hey, 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 I'm say I might have to do it, man, because y'all, y'all, y'all talking about tech, man. I might have to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> do I need to do it? <laughs> Who who are the powder toast? Do do I need to put him the powder toast? <laughs> who is the week? powder toast of hey, the week? Man. I, I think he deserves. Oh yeah, who is it? Who is it, Kevin? K Styles. <laughs> powder toast man. <laughs> who gets it this week? <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Georgia Power because goddamn, we're supposed to have a show after the goddamn win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Powell, fuck it up. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> they hey, man, you wild for that one. <laughs> yeah, I was out like I was out of power for um Thursday, then I was out of internet on Friday. <laughs> Shit, right. ain't getting no damn yeah, internet it was until Monday. <laughs> hey, man, the service was horrible, horrible, horrible here, man. So it was, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Powell deserved that one. They, they deserved that for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they like I said that wasn't even that wasn't even toast worth eating right there. <laughs> Just scrape it off, throw it away, throw exactly. it all in the trash. Exactly. Yeah, we can give Tat the toast man on that, but that's gonna be the fans decide that one. My personal one's gonna be Georgia Powell. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go up to that money B 
talking about Matt Ryan, he felt uncomfortable about Matt Ryan. Like, bro, let, let, well, let me let me address that right quick. Money B saying he felt Matt, he felt uncomfortable with yeah. Matt Ryan running. Let, let yeah, me I got tell y'all something. You. I got you. Let me let, go ahead. Let, let me address that. Let, let me address this real quick, okay? I, I got to address this. Uh, if y'all were uncomfortable with Matt Ryan running, and how the hell do you guys like Michael Vick? Because this dude broke more bones in his body that's why I thought that's what they wanted. I've ever seen in my life. I thought that's what they wanted. So some people are uncomfortable. That's what you want. Like, 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 you're uncomfortable. Like, have you not seen Matt Ryan? Uh, Michael Vick, the dude couldn't slide because he head went head first. Guys hit him in the head. Guys hit him in the shoulder. How are you? How are you not uncomfortable watching Vick? And you were uncomfortable watching Matt? I don't get that. That's confusing to me. This like this like dude. They were sending everybody to the house at Michael Vick, and this guy got hit a lot of the times, and he refused to go down. Got swung around by big defensive ends and big defensive tackles over and over and over again. We're not talking about the highlights. We're talking plays that that, that didn't go as well. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the plays that you guys don't like to focus on. Like Michael Vick got hit more than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. So you guys are uncomfortable with that? And you... Yeah, mobile quarterbacks, if anything. Yeah, always hurt. They always get hit more than any I mean, I get nervous when I see Patrick Mahomes run. Like, I get nervous when I see mobile quarterbacks run. I don't get nervous when I see pocket quarterbacks. That's just me. That's just me. Because we could we could look over there in Baltimore right now. You see Lamar Jackson. Like I said, the video oh. I see Lamar Jackson being, like I said, the best quarterback out of his draft. Like I said. San Diego put the tape out there that okay, you run a dime package against them. Demar Jackson ain't worth shit right now. Mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. got a bunch of athletes that can run with them. And if you can't throw, because in order for you to win a championship in this league now, you have to throw the ball. And your defense mm-hmm. have to stop somebody. So mm-hmm. if Matt Ryan scrambling is you're concerned about that, then a guy like Justin Fields that a lot of y'all want is a guy that y'all not going to want because he's going to have to run. Mm-hmm. Like that, most scrambling and mobile quarterbacks get sat more than any other quarterback in the league because outside of that pocket, they are susceptible to getting blasted. Oh, yeah, and I get, I do get a little nervous because Mr. Little, little, um, Matt Ryan, I, I do. I used to get nervous about it. I, I did. I ain't gonna lie. I agree with you, Maggie. I was about to say the same thing. I kind of <laughs> wanted to address that too. That I get nervous when I see Matt Ryan running. The reason I get nervous, and this is gonna make a lot of Falcons fans mad. Mm-hmm. I get I get nervous because I know without Matt Ryan, we don't have a prayer winning no Super Bowl. Exactly, because we or can't rely a on the <laughs> or doing nothing. We are screwed if Matt goes down. To be real. <laughs> When I see Matt mm-hmm. run or get hit in the pocket, he gets sacked, anything, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, Lord, that's my quarterback. I'd be just like 
Terrell Owens, all I need is some shade. I'd be like, that's my quarterback. Protect him at all costs. But I know at the end of the day, that that's awesome. He might as well be like the savior of this team. Yeah. If, without Matt Ryan, ask the Cowboys mm-hmm. how they feel about Dak Prescott right about now. The guy they didn't want to pay. And now they can't they can't even got dang on the the four pass and even look like it exists on Sunday night football with that kid they had back mm-hmm. there playing quarterback oh, oh, Ben Danucci. Dude couldn't even throw a 20-yard pass accurately. Man, I can't even so, pronounce that man's name. I can't yeah. even pronounce that man's name. Oh, we, we, just gonna rename him, we just gonna rename him Shane Falco, goddamn. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I do get nervous when I'm playing that shoot. I get nervous, especially when Matt when Matt Ryan gets tackled from behind. Because a lot of times when he be running, I'd be like, Matt, just slide. Because that one time he got caught from behind, I'd be so afraid that he's gonna get hurt. I'd be like, please don't let him get hurt. Because if he get hurt, I don't want to see Matt Schaub, 40-year-old self out there quarterback for us. Like he he can get he's you know, he's um serviceable, but Matt Ryan is uh on that elite tier. You being so, nice. Yeah. He's you serviceable. Little... Nah, Matt Schaub is serviceable. You remember last year, like Mike said, we have so much weapons around him. He's serviceable. He just ain't gonna be like a when you have playoff. weapons around him, he's serviceable. When you have yeah. weapons around him, he's serviceable. But when he he's has serviceable. no weapons. Yeah, he's no. he's not the quarterback that you want at all. He's yeah. not the quarterback. I don't even know so, why we holding on to that man, seriously. But I don't either. Some reason they like him. I don't oh, know. Thomas he, Dimitrov. Thomas Dimitrov. Thomas hmm. Dimitrov. That's the reason why he kept back. Thomas he Dimitrov. Need, he needs he need somebody else to represent the Just for Men's Club. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see Matt Shaw's hairline, that shit is gone. Cut it off. But, I mean, <laughs> I kind of agree with some of the fans. I don't think we should draft a quarterback in the first, you know, you know, like as one of the – but I do feel like I don't want to draft somebody first and have them sitting behind Matt Ryan, but we could use, you know, somebody we can kind of groom. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that should be the first pick. I don't agree with that, but maybe later, mm-hmm. later, later, later on, maybe grab somebody. Cause Shab ain't it. I'm sorry. I can see second. Oh, but yeah, I can see Mike. a guy like in the second, third round. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, Mike, I know, I know you're gonna like this comment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Quentin Willis does. He kind of trolled you here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> all this and we address this invented the fourth. Please, please don't make Mike. Mike said, "This not the day to do that." <laughs> don't, 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 don't do How that. Don't, we'll, don't do that. We'll need, we'll need Elroy Jetson on the team now. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't. We're not talking about little midget Bennett, okay? We're not doing that today. But yeah, I do see grooming a little quarterback though. Definitely. Hey, I got, I got a question for the panel though. This is on a more serious note. What do y'all think about Kirk Benkirk? Because I actually, from what I seen out of him in the preseason, I think it was last year, and then I seen him like getting some practice reps and stuff like that on these like seven on seven drills. What do y'all think about him? Because I feel like he's been kind of being groomed over the last couple of seasons, but he doesn't get talked mm-hmm. about because he got injured last year in the preseason, but he was playing well. What do y'all think about him? Like, do y'all think that he has a chance to possibly be one of those quarterbacks we can groom to be the next quarterback or? What do y'all think about, or maybe be the next backup quarterback? 
backup quarterback, like I said, I could see that. But as far as being that next quarterback up, like I said, I don't think they give him enough chances to really no. do it. Because like you said, preseason is cool. But like I said, if you don't show the confidence that he can even be your backup, it says a lot. Because these mm-hmm. dudes is paying damn Matt Sharp $10 million a year just to be holding the clipboard and calling plays too. I wouldn't be surprised in five years you're going to see Matt Sharp as a offensive coordinator. Right. As much as he holds clipboard. And that's, that's right. the reason. I mean, I, I can kind of see him being a backup, uh, the backup quarterback, because um, when you look at it, the the back uh, the backup quarterback um, in Matt Sharp is commanding with five, four to five million dollars, I believe. Um, so, like, you can allocate that to, that money towards the defensive side of the ball. You can bring in a, another vet. You know, give him that four or five million dollars just to be a backup for the Falcons, whether it's a defensive lineman or like a, a guy in the secondary. Um, so I would bring him back as far as being a backup quarterback, pay him two, three million dollars and let him be there. But I think he's one, he's too white to be here in Atlanta, and I think he's just too slow to be here in Atlanta. Falcon fan don't want any white quarterbacks. He damn sure don't want a white one that's slow. No, that's Falcons fans were all Jordan. Oh, God. Do you, see, <laughs> do, you, do you see the Zach Marlowe? Do you see what he just said? No, we don't want Baker, Baker Mayfield. We don't want Baker Mayfield. No, 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 no. I'm about to say, you don't get that bullshit out of here. <clears throat> you got, I'm about to say, we don't need enough progressive commercials down here in Hulu commercials. We're American <laughs> Life around here. <laughs> Aslan United, but and nah, see that's what I'm saying. Like, like they already saying it, and like that's it, man. They all they want is uh, all Falcons fans at this moment. Most not when they say most, some Falcons fans all mm-hmm. is a black quarterback. They don't even care if he's good. They just want to see a black quarterback lineup. I don't give a fuck. But you just absolutely, like, you know, that makes Simone. Yeah, that pisses me off to be Cause at the end of the day, <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, as a quarterback, is can you throw the ball? Can you throw the ball accurate? And can you lead this team to victory? It don't matter what color you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we 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 can have an Eskimo as a quarterback if he can lead this team to victory. We gonna ride with him. I mean. Baker Mayfield, like like I said, Baker Mayfield, and like I said, I have a problem with him because he, you thought Tap McKinley was a problem. Baker Mayfield is a problem because when he plays, like I said, when he plays well, he talks a whole lot of trash to everybody. But when he doesn't play well, he is too silent, and he got too many commercials. He's more worried about his Hollywood money than being a quarterback. He's basically Johnny Manziel. Hey, man. These, Without these the Chad truck. Cam, 
Just chat scaring me, y'all, for, hey, man, I, for I, the backup quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have. I, I should have kept that comment to myself, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we, hey we got to let it all out here, man. Like I said, this, we we, we, we got to feed in with the crowd see what they thinking so we can feed off of. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Some of these man, y'all. Scam, y'all. <laughs> I can't like that. Like I said, Baker Mayfield. I'm about to say, I like I said, I'd rather you bring in Josh McCown. To be honest with you, that old fuck. <laughs> hey, I, I'd rather bring his ass here than Baker Mayfield. At least I know he. At least I know he'll study. I, I can tell you that much. <laughs> there you go. I don't even know Baker Mayfield. He was studying that. I agree with the. Song. I like this comment right here. Fix the defense first. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm about. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we want a defense, we want a scary defense. We need to build a defense. I need a Falcon mm-hmm. scary defense. I don't care our about the offense, offense right our, about now. Yeah, because our offense is right around the top ten in the mm-hmm. league right now. Exactly. Defense just got to be built. Number one, the number one passing. The quarterback exactly. is number one in passing, man. I exactly. tell you everything. Number one. We don't in have passing. to worry about the offense. Exactly, and fourth, uh, the number the number four rusher in the league. So we don't we good on offense. We straight. We just need to fix the defense. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We need a hit in the mouth type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody fear the Falcons. Mm. Nobody cares. Nobody fears. Gotta have that. Exactly. Right now, when they look at the Falcons' defense, they see this. <laughs> do you fear dude I, i'm just saying do y'all fear that <laughs> i don't think anybody fear cupcakes <laughs> no nah, we don't we don't fear tequila uh, we don't we, we don't we don't fear <laughs> at all all right y'all i got another another, another good question for y'all Another hot uh, question I got for y'all. I see it um, in the chat right here. It says, girly is um, not the long-term answer is what they're saying. So what do you guys feel about if we can't re-sign Todd Gurley after this season or we don't sign Todd Gurley because we don't know what Todd is looking for? I think Todd's trying think? to go get some money somewhere. Yeah, so what do, y'all, what do y'all think the next direction is? First, I'll tell you guys what I think, and then I want to hear what Mad Mike and K-Styles think. I personally think if Todd Gurley, if we can't bring him back, because I really want to bring him back for like a one or two year deal, if we can get a short deal, that's not too much money. Because we have a lot of talent here around Todd Gurley, and we know that him and Julio Jones are really close. If if Julio Jones and Matt Ryan convince him and uh, Calvin Ridley can convince him to come back for maybe another season or two under a you know a deal where they can all restructure, I would bring him back on a short term deal. But what do you guys think about Brian Hill? I talked about it last year. I made a video that I think Brian Hill, because he has a minimum contract, I think he's a guy that could actually be the starter. And I like Quadre Olison as his backup, real talk. I really don't think that we need to bring in uh, like a number one running back. I really don't think we need to draft a running back high. I really think that Brian Hill could carry the load with the offense, you know, the wide receivers that we have on the outside, and now Russell Gage showing that he's one of those guys. I think Brian Hill and, and Quadra Olison, and we can kind of do it 
by committee. I don't really think we need a top number one running back type deal. What do you guys feel about that? If we can't resign Todd Gurley? Um, quite frankly, oh, one second. I gotta kind of get this confirmation on a running back that I think um that we need to pay some close attention to, and this guy is. 2020, yeah, he has one more year on his deal. So, Edo is going to be here. Quadri Olsen is going to be here. And more than likely, Brian Hill could see the uh, the market. I'm not exactly sure if he um, is a free agent. Um, got to get some confirmation on that. But if we're unable to bring Todd Gurley back, Honestly, I don't I want him back though. I, I, I think I we have what I, 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 I think, yeah, I think we have what it takes to get him back, to be honest. And it, it really just depends on the next GM and the head coach that comes in. You'd be able to sell Todd as a as a, a, a contender. If you can sell him as a contender, then I mean, to be honest, where he's gonna get a better deal at. Like I don't see anyone as been they're going to be willing to give him, you know, $5 million plus. Like, they're going to bring in a young running back. You see what happened to Saquon Barkley. Like, running backs are a huge risk these days. And I don't think any franchise, especially what happened to the Giants, do you want to spend a first-round pick on a running back and then have him tear his ACL and you go right back and you still have to pay him $20, $30 million a year. It's like, I don't think the, the days of paying running backs, these massive contracts like that, the way the NFL is right now, he's going to have to take what he can take. I mean, you saw what happened to Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman can't get a freaking job. He's in, he's in, um, with New York. So it's like, where are he going to go? He's going to go where he's wanted. Todd Gurley's going to go where he's wanted. I don't think he you know, command, like, even though he's playing well right now, but you still, like, you can't commit to these running backs. And that's just the way it is. That's the way the market is these days. It's not nothing to say that Todd Gurley can't be a good back. He's still a very good back. But the way the NFL right is right now, the way the, you know, the market is set, it's like, I don't know if I want to sign a uh, – I don't know if I want to draft a running back in the first round. Like, again, I go back to Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley just tore his ACL. You want to take that chance again? I don't know. So, care what you think, bro. If you're talking about bringing a running back in, is that what you're saying, G? Like, it, it's well, Todd. I'm saying if Todd decides to, you know, he find greener pastures and he say he's not coming back to the Falcons – do you think that we have enough with Brian Hill, Quadra Olis, Edo Smith, or are you leaning towards let's draft somebody or let's bring in like a free agent running back? Personally, what I was saying is I don't feel like you should bring in a top dollar, you know, running back. If Todd is willing to come back on a minimum deal, which I think Julio might be able to convince him to do that, I would do that. But what do you feel about that? Do you think if we can't resign Todd, do you think Brian Hill and those guys have enough or what you what would you do? The thing about <clears throat> 
Brian Hill and Olsen is Olsen. You haven't really seen much of him, so we don't really know. If they go free agency, there's only one running back that I have in mind that I think that they would probably look at. It might be an unpopular decision that I say, and I would say Kareem Hunt. Because outside of him whooping that girl's ass in the, in the hotel, if you look at his skill set, he bring, he basically brings you everything Todd Gurley can bring you. And like you said, with him trying to rebuild his image, you're not going to pay as much for him as you would another free agent. Because right. you know he's the he's the backup to Nate Chubb. Now, mm-hmm. personally, I'll give I'll give Quadri Olison the opportunity to be the number one, him and Brian Hill to be the one two backs. Because Brian Hill has shown enough to where, okay, yeah, he he can give you some plays here, then and there. All the thing about Brian uh-huh. Hill is pass protection is kind of where he lacks at. Just like with Edo Smith, they lack. Olison can pass protect. But his problem is sometimes he just don't um he doesn't have that versatility as a Edo Smith or Brian Hill. He's a power back. That's what he does. But if you're talking about free agency, I say Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I could think of as far as somebody that you wouldn't have to pay a lot for. That fits the scheme. Yeah, and that fits the scheme. He he fits. Right. He definitely fits. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of nobody else because I, because the the way that, like a lot of the delusional Falcon fans will say they'll say, uh, bring in Ezekiel Elliott and um, <laughs> and Josh Jacobs out of goddamn Bill, Bill, Bill too. If we ain't talking about everybody that's in this chat, we talking about the ones that want to play the Madden GM and get Le'Veon Bell as your starter and. Goddamn Saquon Barkley is your backup. Nah, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> Somebody else said another running back, too, that's kind of interesting. I didn't even really think about it. I mean, I know he ain't really get a lot of playing time, too, is Alex Collins. That's an interesting, that's an interesting way. Dylan Snap, that's actually an interesting running back. Is that the kid that uh, played for the Ravens for a while? He wear the dark yeah. shirt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He had one cut back. Yeah. He go down here. I like him too. He mm-hmm. goes down here one cut back. But it sounds like everybody's kind of agreeing with us. And I, I personally feel like you don't need to pay like Michael saying. We don't need to pay top dollar running back. I would love to have Todd Gurley and uh, Brian Hill be that continue to be that one two back. But I talked about it in the video mm-hmm. I did. To me, they complement each other really well. Like it remind me of the days when we had Freeman and we had Coleman. You have that change of pace back. You have Ty Gurley that knows how to follow his blocks. He's a patient runner. And then you have uh, Brian Hill, who's like one of those uh, running backs that accelerate uh, really well and can catch the ball out of the backfield with, uh, really well. So to me, those guys complement each other really well. I just don't know what Ty Gurley, what's, what what's going to be on his mind? Is he going to really want to come back and play for us? Or is him and Julio that tight where he's going to be like, all right, 
I'm not going to be able to find like what Mike and the money I want. So I might as well mm-hmm. stay with this talented off because to me, him playing with Julio and Matt Ryan and these other weapons, it makes Todd Gurley's life a lot easier. A lot easier. Weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you think, Maggie? My dad said, what you think? <laughs> you know what? I want to say Hunt. I kind of like Hunt. You like Kareem Hunt? Yeah, I like Kareem Hunt. I think he would fit the scheme because he played with Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs with all of those weapons. So I think he's one of those guys that can catch and run as well. So I think that that was a real – that was good by K-Styles. So I didn't think about Kareem Hunt, but I do think he's one of those guys that can come in and do the same exact thing that Todd Gurley does, maybe for lesser dollars. So, I mean, I'm willing to – either one of those guys I think will fit the, the, fit the offense. Yeah, I think that's absolutely perfect, man. But let's get into this two-point, man. Let's get in this two-point conversion, man, and kind of give our thoughts and Maggie Coles for the most part. Um, um any you you want to you guys want to go? You ready, K Styles? Or you want me to go ahead? All right, you go ahead, G. All right, so. My two-point conversion is going to be simple. It's for our Falcons team as a whole. You know, this week we're heading into Denver, and then we have our bye week. So, as I said, we can get back in the thick of things. We just need to take it one game at a time. But what I'm really looking for from this Falcons team is a word that we talk about all the time. I'm looking for consistency. Can this team pull it together uh, in consecutive weeks? Because we've seen – us play well against uh, Carolina. We played okay against Detroit, and we played well the game before that in Minnesota where we played all out. We got turnovers and stuff like that. So can this team play consistent? Because consistency is everything uh, in the league, NFL. That's what proves if you're a good team or not. That's what proves if you're a good player. Mike talks about it all the time. Me and Mike talk about it. K-Styles talk about it about Matt Ryan. We, ha- we see all of these quarterbacks that come in and have one good season, two good seasons, and we crown these guys. We put them in the NFL top 100 like Kyler Murray last year. We pulled Matt Ryan, a guy that who's thrown for 4,000 yards, nine, ten straight seasons. This dude, this dude is out of the top 100. So what I'm looking for from this team is consistency. That's what's going to actually prove if we're a good team or not. I don't care about how much talent we have because everybody knows the, Fal- uh, the Falcons have talent. It's not about talent. It's about and you put it out there consistently week in and week out. And you put it on the table, put it on the tape week in, week in and week out because that's what makes you a great player. That's the reason why we say every week that uh, Grady Jarrett has submitted himself as one of the best defensive tackles in the game. Because every week you cut on the tape, you know what Grady Jarrett's going to give you. That's what mm-hmm. I'm looking for from this Falcons team. The word of the week, and I'm going to steal this from Case Styles, my word of the week is consistency. Can we be consistent? Because we don't know what we're going to get from the Falcons week in and week out. To be honest saying. with you guys, when that when the Carolina scored that first touchdown, when they went right down the field and ran it up the gut with, uh, I think it was Curtis Samuel, and he was doing the thriller dance and all of that, I was like, oh, boy, is it about to be one of these nights? Because the team didn't look like, yeah, the team, the team didn't look like they was ready to play. They didn't look like they wanted to tackle. I'm like, oh, boy, is this about to be one of those, those nights? And then – uh, Keanu Neal knocked Kendall Sheffield head off, and I was like, okay. So, so we, we we ready to play. And I've seen them start blitzing and things of that nature. So I want to see 
if this Falcons team can be consistent. Can y'all show me again in this week's game that you know, the defense can carry it over from one week to the other? Because that's what's going to make us a great team. So that's all. That's my two point conversion. Let's be consistent, Falcons. I don't want that Dr. Jackal, Mr. Howard. I don't know week in and week out what I'm going to get. I need a consistent team, an aggressive team consistently. I know what Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and that offense is going to give me because they give me easy 21 to 20, 30 points a week every time. I just want to know if this defense is going to bring that same energy every week. With that being said, that's pretty much my two point conversion consistency. That's what I need to see. Okay. All right. Before I start mine, I want to say I want to appreciate everybody tuning in to us tonight. And I know everybody's kind of kind of kind of have a heavy heart on what this election might be and who's gonna be the president and stuff like that. And like I said, before I get to mine as well, I would also say make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to Atlanta Falcons Nation. Hit everybody's handles that's on this panel tonight. Make sure you watch ATL in Sports Zone at eight o'clock tomorrow. Lush Exchange at nine as well. You got some good content coming for you. Yeah, I had I plugged you in too, so don't worry about that. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, so yeah, we 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 coming at it hard, and also, like I said, over this past weekend, we hit five hundred subscribers. Like I said. Thank you. We do this for y'all. This is what we do. Like I said, this, this, yeah, like I said, this is when we say we are the nation. We ain't talking about just all of us. It ain't just Mad Mike, Maggie T, Utah Sports, Terra Artist Four Four, Bitlow Country Sports. This is all y'all. So we all in this together. Mm -hmm. So. Like I said, we appreciate it. We try to get to a road to a thousand, and like I said, y'all just y'all fuck with us. That that's that's what we get. That's all I have to say on that. But my two point conversion too is because of this election and everybody's kind of uptight. I'm gonna make it a little light. Okay, I had this on my mind for like the last month or so. I was watching TV and I saw a betrayal in front of my eyes. Now, let me put this picture up. I don't know if y'all remember this guy right here with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> now, this, 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 this dude here. <laughs> this motherfucker here. Tell me why I see this motherfucker <laughs> on a goddamn Burger King commercial talking about a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> this man getting paid. Oh my god! <laughs> this motherfucker getting paid by two. Can't save up. She don't wanna be saved. Don't she save up. Don't save you up. don't wanna be don't saved. Don't say, but like that, I just wanted to bring that to light to kind of ease the tension of the election and all this stuff that's going on with life. Everybody got the problems going on, and then like I said. Also, with this show, like I said, unfortunately, we kind of had a friend of the show recently pass. So, oh, yeah. Like yeah. I said, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be y'all two point conversion. Like I said, I don't know him personally, but I know Maggie T and Matt might know him personally, Jonathan Moore. So, this show was kind of 
also dedicated to him as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wish we had his picture. You know what? Let me grab it. I just want to put his picture up. But a lot of Falcons fans as part of Dirty Bird Nation. Just that mm-hmm. was, that's a tough loss for me. That definitely yeah. was. But like I said, at the end of the day, like I said, you always want to tell the people that you love or people that you care about that you love them. Call them, give them a hug, because at the next day you might not see them. Mm-hmm. It might be a day where, okay, I love somebody, but if you don't show it and that person's not there the next day, That's then you live in regret. Life mm-hmm. is unpredictable. Like I said, we here entertaining y'all every night. But like I said, anything can happen. So we just live life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And like I said, and I tell any, anybody that's young watching us, don't be afraid. Be yourself. And like I said, appreciate what you have now. Because it could be taken away any moment. And like mm-hmm. I said, like I said, but before she put the picture up, like I said, I want to also give a 10 seconds for Jonathan Moore a silence. I'm going to give him a because because a family, a family of this nation is a family to me. So one love, homie. Your wing, your, your your wings is there, and I'm gonna end my two part conversion on that. Yeah, it just kind of hit me out that that. Yeah, I know. I ain't know if I wanted to do that or not, but like I said, I I, I, I had to do it for. Him. But I know y'all yeah, wanted to. Uh, I guess, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I'll say this, man. Um, yeah, it's it's been a It's been a day, man. Um, yeah, man. He he. We've been known for a long time, man. Um, man, it's been about ten years or so. Like everybody, just everybody been so close. Everybody, you know, just. Some of the best friends, man, and um, I'll just say this: um, I lost my one of my one 
most influential people in my life, to be honest. Um, my cousin about two and a half, almost almost three years now. And it was just all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting doing videos for you guys, making content for you guys. And I just up and get a phone call from my cousin Laquita and say, Pop gone. He gone, just like that. Just like we sitting doing videos and things like this right now. He gone, just like that. You don't want that feeling, man. You don't want that. So I advise everybody right now, man, especially in times like this, where you got, you know, the president who just, you know, inciting violence, hatred, and just um, just bad energy, man. Like just bad energy, man. Let this bull crap go, cause honestly, man, it ain't it ain't worth it. By the time you get, you know, out of that situation and you realize it's like you, either you in jail or you don't hurt somebody for absolutely no reason. It wouldn't even call for it. You know what I'm saying? You living with regret. And what you, one of the things that for me personally still hunt me to this day and it's like losing one of my best friends to murder, being shot in the head, thinking to myself, you know, I did something. You don't want regret, so I just, but man, it it could be over at time. So you got some homeboys, you got family members you haven't talked to over some dumb mess. Man, just hit them up, squash it, and let it go. And you ain't got to go crying to them, and you know, I apologize. You ain't got to go in detail. Just call them and say, look, man. We ain't got to be best friends. We ain't got to talk every day, but I, I want you to know that, you know, we we done with this beef. We ain't, like I said, you don't have to talk to them. You ain't got to do all that, but hit them up, man. Tell them I forgive you. Will you forgive me? And let that shit be it. Because, again, man, like, Jonathan was just here talking about Mike Tyson fight, and now he's not here. Gone. Just like that. So, man, like, I appreciate everybody for tuning in to us. Um, I don't know Miss Maggie. Miss Maggie is the best right now because, <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's uh, yeah, man, yeah. Just just let it, just let the bull, let, just let this bullshit go, man. Like, that shit ain't worth it, man. I don't lost too many homeboys and people to silly sh crap, man. Just. Just okay, let it go, man. All right, so that's my two. I can talk. Um, from what we're hearing is, is um, he kind of battled depression and things like that, um, alcoholism and things like that. It's like you just never know what people are going through, you know, because he he is the most funniest. He used to be, oh, you know. Man. He, he can make you laugh. You never knew that this man had any issues. Like, depression is absolutely real. It's absolutely real. It'd be the people you don't expect that are silently suffering. I suffer from anxiety, and I've dealt with my own depression as well. You know, and um, you would never know it. You would have never known it with Jonathan. 
he really hit. And like, I just recently spoke to him not too long ago and he gave me his um, heads up about my Lust Exchange show. He was just like, y'all gonna make it, et cetera, et cetera. Like he was just always there and supportive of people. But you have to check on people. You have to make sure they're okay. You know, like stop this petty beef. Stop all of that. Check on your friends, check on your family, check on people because you don't know what's going on with them. So I'm, I'm, I apologize. I don't I don't normally cry like this. I haven't cried about it. I've been absolutely fine about it, you know, because it's like he's he's you know, he's in a better place. But. You know, that, that's that the it, it hasn't ones are always the worst one. Yeah. The unexpected ones are always the worst ones when you just don't see it coming at all. Yeah. Just like like I said, man, just like that. Um, yeah, I'm 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 not one that <laughs> does a lot of crying and shit myself, but again, man, like I said, you just don't know. You just don't know it could be just like that. So man, let let this petty bullshit go, man, whatever it is, man. And y'all continue to support your boy girl uh here at Atlanta Falcons Nation. Um but no, that damn crying. I, I, I got to go. go. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a big old baby. That was my, that was my dude. Oh, hey, hey, hey. A rare ain't moment nothing. of Maggie. Hey, <laughs> ain't, hey, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing wrong. It's somebody you care about. Like I said, you have to let it out. Yeah. Like I said, I ain't know if I wanted to bring that up, but. Like said, it, it, it needed it, to be it, done. It needed to be done. We needed to honor him, and we didn't do it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it needs to be out there, people. You gotta, even if you feel something's wrong with you, go get help. Mm -hmm. Don't suffer in silence. Talk to somebody. Right. Definitely, definitely. But let's, you know. We're going to get a win. We're going to be excited. We won for him. Hey, I'm happy about that. Hey, we got a win for him. No, we got a win for him. So we good on that. We got a win for him. So we good. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's going to whoop some Denver Bronco ass, too. <laughs> but I'm probably not going to be able to clean up tonight. I'm a little, you know, but appreciate y'all. Hey, I was waiting. I've been waiting for her to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Look, get I us to one thousand. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but like I said, from, from I, I had to do it. Like I said. Well, I mean, hey, I wanted to. We needed to. But I appreciate everybody in the chat. Love y'all. Y'all make us who we are each and every week. Follow these channels. You talk sports. Jess K. Styles, Matt Mike Sports. Oh, you These guys hit, are you bringing you the news. He just hit yeah. six. Mm -hmm. 600, trying to get him to 1,000. So we on our way. Let's get it to 1,000, y'all. 1K, AFN, Jew Talk Sports, Just K. Styles, all of us. Y'all go support us, man. We appreciate you guys. Like you said, y'all make us who we are. We love you guys. All right. Till the next mm -hmm. time, tune in tomorrow, ATL in Sports Zone. And then right after that, Lust Exchange. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to get to the daddies. 
talking about sugar daddies and sugar mamas. <laughs> I'm just trying to hit two subscribers. So you're gonna get there. Yeah, follow case just case. Don't give some love. Hey, 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 as long as I'm here, the love is always there, man. So all right. All right. <laughs> but until the next time, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We out. Peace. Peace.